Good morning, Alert Bay. Larry Hill here. Just want to acknowledge that we are on the traditional territory of the Anambias First Nations and how happy I am to be here with them. I've been away for a while. I was back in Nova Scotia visiting my daughter, but um, this is a summary of a meeting that took place just before I left on uh, April the 25th. Uh, mayor Buchanan was uh, away that that um, night, so uh, I was the acting mayor and, and chaired the meeting. Uh, everybody else was there except uh, Lyle McNish was present by phone. So we did all the stuff we regularly do, got everything, uh, the agenda adopted and the past agendas. And So the meeting started about 5 o'clock. Um, correspondence for action. We had a regional district... Uh, Wild Heart Music Association Benefit Concert, uh, they requested a contribution. You know, we discussed it all, and, and um, they wanted a $1,000 contribution, but it's just not of that much benefit to us, and so um, we denied that, that request. A group of residents requested use of the town square for a summer market. We thought that was a great idea, so the, uh, the request was approved. Uh, correspondence for information, resident of 88 Orca Way uh, sent a thank you note to the Public Works for their uh, their fast response to a problem that he had with a, with a sewer line. Um, that was very much appreciated. Ministry of Citizen Services update on Connecting Communities BC program. Annual Workers' Day of Morning, April the 28th. Um, check listings and visa breakdown, etc. And then we had um, introduction of the uh, folks who had just purchased uh, sea smoke whale watching. All of these items were received for information. Bylaws, there was a bylaw to amend, bylaw 263, frontage rate amendment bylaw 804. Uh, this was read for the second time this 25th day of April. Council reports, Mayor Buchanan uh, gave a written uh, summary of his, of his uh, work. And uh, I read that out, but uh, he attended a regional district meeting April 14th, attended the regional district regular in-camera and uh, Mount Waddington Hospital board meetings, met with a property owner on Balsam Street about the sewer line that runs through the property that was donated to the village, participated in a teleconference with uh, North Island mayors about cell phone coverage for Highway 19 and the highway to Gold River, which is something that would be uh, great to have. He attended the office to answer emails, sign checks, and respond to emails, answered emails and calls from home as well. Councillor Gordon spoke with the property owner from Balsam Street prior to him speaking with Mayor Buchanan about the sewer line that runs through the property that was donated to the village. That's the property, by the way, that I suggested we build a duplex on as a village so that we have housing for um, essential service uh, people. Um, Councillor Granger attended Indigenous Day planning meeting. Due to low attendance, another meeting will be scheduled. Councillor Hill, um, I've noticed there was no sign in the window of the visitor center. Um, now I notice looking at it, there is a sign above it that says a public washroom there, but um, I thought we should be drawing more attention because for the visitors, they're often they can't find a washroom to use. So um, I also talked about somebody who's discussed with me that they were almost struck by a vehicle crossing the road near the ferry dock. I suggested we have a sign that says, Welcome to Cormoran Island, speed limit 30. We don't have a lot of speed limit signs on this island, um, and I think it's uh, it's uh, important that we put a few more up so that people know. Um, our 
CAO McNish said another option could be, this is a pedestrian-friendly community. Please obey the 30-kilometer speed limit. That would be fine with me, too. Councillor Granger said there are three speed limit signs, but feels it's not the visitors who are speeding. It's the locals. Uh, and then I said that I would be away until um, May the 11th. So, Councillor McGregor attended a hospital advisory planning committee meeting regarding the hospital. Um, they met Ashley Kitching, a new temporary site manager here at the hospital until September 16th, by which time hopefully they'll have a new permanent manager. Wednesday, April 29th, Kane will be attending, that's uh, Councillor Gordon, will be attending the next meeting as both Lausanne and, and um, Councillor McGregor are away. Um, the purpose of the meeting is to look at the VHA mandate and the NAMGAS mandate and what's needed in a site manager and hopefully put the two together to fill in the gaps. I sp she spoke with a nurse that's ready to work, but she's been waiting 18 months for her accreditation. Seems like everything these days takes way more time to get accomplished. I, I, I don't know what this COVID impact is on our world, but it certainly has had a major impact. Um, she attended a C-Black Zoom meeting. Seniors from other communities would like to meet with seniors in Alert Bay, so we're looking for a place to hold this event. Councillor Gordon suggested the Legion Hall, and she will also be away until May 25th. Staff reports, Kane Gordon. He attended a session with volunteer members where Dennis Buchanan shared the history of the Alert Bay Fire Department, covered past fires and other information from his years on the department and in the community. Um, Lyle McNish, CAO, gave a, an investment reconciliation report. I had a few questions about this. I, I appreciate the work that um, our uh, administrative officer has done, you know, to put these investments into the investments that yield the most. But, you know, the interest rates on a lot of these are, you know, less than 1%, 1.2%. And I think with the inflation rate, I was just listening on the CBC this morning, 8.5 inflation rate, we're losing huge amounts of money on these investments. So I suggested that you know a better option might be to invest some of that money within our community to give out actually loans to small business people. Um, anyway, of course, there are regulations against doing that. We have a charter uh, as uh, uh, council, uh, Officer McNish reported that uh, we have to abide by certain regulations within the community charter of what investments we can do, but perhaps we should look into changing that so we can take some of that money and invest it locally. Councillor Gordon was uh, said this is the taxpayer's money, so we have to be aware of the risk of losing funds. Well, we're already losing thousands and thousands of uh, uh, due to inflation. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I'm going to bring it up at the next meeting and talk about it. Uh, Lyle McNish, uh, a biocell update. The report was provided for information for us. Councillor Gordon asked, can the environmental company hold us responsible further now that there's no evidence of diesel but there's evidence of arsenic? This this is the the bio site that was the form, uh, former fuel, fuel dock site and it's been... Um, lots of work being done to that. Now apparently the diesel is sort of gone, but now we're seeing there's arsenic. But then, you know, is this arsenic that shows up on soil samples throughout the island, or is it arsenic related to this uh, toxic site? Uh, anyway, and, and of course we're paying this uh, company to continue doing all this work. We'd like to sort of get that off the books 
so we'll see what happens uh, Lyle Magnesh said that he feels the contractor wishes to close the file as much as we do so we'll see we did have um, people in the audience and there were some questions um, uh, one of our uh, taxpayers asked what is the frontage tax well, the frontage tax is for the lineal feet on the front of the property where the water infrastructure goes across the property. If the property has less than 50 feet of frontage, they're charged for a minimum of 50. If the frontage is greater than 200, it's charged as 200. The reason for the increase, <coughs> pardon me, is to raise funds to upgrade the aging water system. That's something that we're going to have to do. The water lines are old and need to be replaced to prevent low pressure events which can cause groundwater to seep into the system. Um, does the NAMGIS have the same issues? This is talking about the water supply that our public health officers told us we need to replace. Um, answer, the NAMGIS has separate water system with different reporting. The village, we report to the uh, Vancouver Island Health Authority and the NAMGIS reports to the Indigenous Health. A question for access to publish washroom, public washrooms. Does the village have the power to make businesses allow the public to walk in and use their washrooms? Well, no, we don't. We don't have that. Um, I mean, it's happened with me, and I certainly allow them access into the bathroom if, if uh, the orca is open. But um, I'd like to more, know more about BioCell, this individual asked. And this is the, um, the biocell area that we're talking about just before. The history of this brownfield is that there used to be a fuel dock down near the Seine Boat Inn. The diesel overflowed into the parking lot area. The contaminated soil had to be removed and it was placed in another area on a rubber liner, treated with microbugs, and turned repeatedly to safely get rid of the contamination. This process has been going on for over 10 years and we are working to have the file closed. Um, that was everything. Uh, we actually adjourned the meeting about 5.46 p.m. So that's it for the summary. Thanks. Talk to you next time.